Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. And, this is and special guest. Kono. <laughs> Here, it's okay. No worries. Here for the last week of May um, for the procrastination. A lot of, lot of. Well, we've been gone for two weeks, so like yeah. a lot of, a lot of stuff has happened. Make Fla- my job easy. Yeah, Flash. F- like all the, all the superhero shows had their, their season finales. Mm-hmm. And they're all good. Um, or as I like to call it, their I heard, mind I heard, fucker. I heard Arrow yeah. wasn't good actually. I don't, I don't watch the show anymore. So yeah, I don't, I don't really watch Arrow. I watch the hell out of Legends. Of, Legends of Tomorrow is so cheesy. It's good. Yeah, it's, on, <laughs> it's on the verge of like. There's like that moment every episode where you're like. God, did, just do the right thing. Like, stop being stupid. <laughs> stop it. And then, uh, but then it, 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 it reminds me of old Doctor Who. Like, you know, you can see yeah. the bad production values to it. Like, you can see where the set ends and stuff like that. But just still watch it because it's still okay. That's how I am with <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. The writing is really cheesy and like stuff like that. But like, you just watch it because it's so cheesy. It's it's good. It's that bad good. Isn't yeah. it weird how when we travel through time, we end up in the same warehouse every week? <laughs> Um, yeah, and is it, is, am I am I am I the only one that notices that this uh, this this forest in France looks a lot like Northern Vancouver? <laughs> Just a coincidence. Yeah. But like um, like Flash set us up for for Flashpoint. Yeah, paradox. It's like oh. Oh my god. Like, what it's were you happening? saying? Were, were you just saying that episode was nothing but. Why are you. Bad ideas. Yeah, yeah, stop. stop. It's, just, it's just everybody's like, don't let Barry succeed. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to succeed. Stop, stop telling me what I can and can't do. You're right. It's not right for us to, to, to you know, do things without asking. Shut you in the I, back. <laughs> and then it's like, you know what? You were right. You know, we should have asked you, you know, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to go back in time and change the past. <laughs> Bye, everybody. It's like, yeah. not asking anybody. Uh, and he yeah. seems so at peace with everything, too. Yeah, yeah well, it's because they need a new conflict. <laughs> I know, he's, but... He's got to create it. Yeah, and then, um, and what is it? Uh, then, uh, then, of course, what is it? He's 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 been within the Speed Force. I'm surprised we didn't get to see Wally West and Jesse Quick... Do any superpower mm. thing? Yeah, it's, like it's were... gonna be gone now, right? Because he's going through Flashpoint. Well, I mean, it's well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably gonna be season four. It's gonna be something you completely forgot about. But then once, once Barry resets everything and like everything goes back to normal, mm-hmm. every everything that has happened in the timeline will have still happened as it was. How does, like does that nothing? work for time travel? Yeah, <laughs> time travel. big ball of wibbly wobbly. Like, how does that work for the Earth two people? Cause what? The, how does uh, that work for the Earth two people? Because they're not they're not a part of the timeline. They're in a different reality. That's right? that's the that's that's the question I have. Mostly because well, <sighs> if season, well if the Flash never happens and season one never happens, so there's never a portal that opens to Earth two. So all those people are just screwed. Huh? Yeah. They're stuck with Zoom. Yeah. Life uh, finds, finds a way, way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. Uh, what else? They yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. I like their ending. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how they're gonna continue. I mean, like Captain Cold is is well, it's spoilers. But if you watch the show, you should know by now. Um, he's not a good guy. <laughs> well, he's dead. But yeah. he sacrificed himself. He's a in order good to guy. Yeah. With, with Flashpoint. Then he oh, yeah. ceases. Won't that reset? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that too. Uh, but yeah, but the thing, the, the one wager question I ha- oh yeah, that's true. An arrow. Eh? It, well, no, if the flash never happens, then they never have. Well, I mean, technically, since they're jumping through time, their their own timelines don't get disrupted. Yeah, so because because they're, they're still good. on their own congruent whatever. Um, but like, is the, is the season gonna involve that with them going into flashpoint? <laughs> like, yeah. being like, what the heck just happened? Now, my question is, um, what's gonna happen now that because you have both uh, Dominic Purcell and Wentworth Miller are both doing a new season of Prison Break, mm-hmm. so will they have time to do both Prison Break and Legends of Tomorrow? Now, Wentworth Miller, his character is, is dead at the moment. Yeah, we so don't they could just have come. him stay dead. <laughs> yeah, but Dominic Purcell is actually is actually in a more prominent role for the Prison Break reboot. Then Wentworth Miller is like Wentworth Miller is now the one that needs breaking out, and Dominic mm. is the character that's supposed to like do the breaking. So <laughs> it is I who should do the breaking. <laughs> I, am, I am the I'm one, one who, who breaks. breaks. <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> Was that Bane Drago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. I must break you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the one thing I love though is at the end of that. I think you got so strong. <laughs> the funny thing was at the end of that, of course, every single time they, every single time they do that in in like Legends of Tomorrow or the Flash when they say someone's name, mm-hmm. you have to immediately jump on your computer and go like, "Who is that?" <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds like somebody for something. Yeah. Um, so I looked it up. The guy that pops up at the end of Legends of Tomorrow, that's um, it's our man. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. man. I guess that counts as time. Tra- it's time related, right? It's <laughs> our. Going all time characters. Well, his his character is that he 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 developed a pill that gives him super abilities for an hour. And then I hated it in the '90s what they did to him. In the '90s, they actually made his character a robot with all the memories of the original Hour Man. But I'm like, why? So so why are you Hour Man now? <laughs> like the You're whole point. Robot, of, the whole point of Hour Man is that you only have powers for an hour. If your powers last more than four hours, please contact the physician. <laughs> I can't stop lifting this school bus. <laughs> uh, another with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, th- there was an additional power that they uh, mentioned when I wikied him. Mm-hmm. That uh, apparently he has this little uh, hourglass around his neck mm-hmm. that he gives later to the first hour man. And it has like a single tachyon or something. Oh, okay. And it it allows the android to actually get visions of the future. Oh, okay. So you think maybe this one might be the one that he, they use for the show? No, idea. that's, that's well, this time related. Well, he didn't he didn't have an hourglass on. Well, he might have it in the, over the course of the season, but I didn't mm-hmm. see him with it in in the episode that he's on because the fact that um because who knows he might he might have used it. To like meet up with them or some of that. Mm. I'm still waiting for Booster Gold to show up. Yeah, because yeah. if you if, happen. if you know the comics, then in the comics, Rip Hunter is actually Booster Gold's son. Holy shit! Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know that? No idea. Yeah. Now you know. It, it, and 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 Booster Gold learns his time travel stuff from Rip Hunter, and then he's the one that teaches Rip Hunter in, when he's a kid. It becomes one of those stupid paradox things. Why do I taste copper all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it happened early on in Jeff Johns' run of Booster Gold. Like nice. uh, like when he disappeared to go do something, he's like, see you later, Dad. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you just poop out your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so you named your daughter after your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Jeff Johns... Did you hear about uh, DC restructuring their film, uh, their whole executive, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Captain America Civil War, which we still haven't talked about on this show, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually surpassed uh, Batman vs. Superman mm-hmm. in less than a month mm-hmm. in terms of sales. Well, no one, no one. I, I, I gen- Genuinely, the way people were acting about B- Batman vs. Mm-hmm. It was like, a, I kind of... I want to see I, it, I, I want to. I want to see it, but I kind of figured that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, still, it still did well. It, it made... It, it, Made eight, uh, made 170 million. Yeah, it still made but, back its money, but like. Yeah. But Civil War made one over a billion already. Yeah, it so, gave it that pow it needed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, DC's film division underwent a whole like a whole major overhaul. Yeah. Mm. And one of the things that they did was they added Jeff Johns as an executive, and they want him to basically fill the role of uh, Kevin Feig. Uh, how do you pronounce his name? I have Feig. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Kevin Feig. Uh. Does for Marvel movies where he basically is like the guy that makes sure that they don't that they do right by the comics. Yeah, you know he's like I'm, I work on comics. <laughs> I thought you had to, I thought you had to write the character so you don't do something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he wakes up every morning asking himself, how do I not fuck this up? Right. Yeah. How do I make sure they don't fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> Martha. <laughs> Tone it down on the voice a little. Martha. There we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Gargo? Yeah, because yeah, like I'm sorry, like um, like Zack Snyder, you're good for DC's uh, Vertigo properties. Mm. Not so much DC. Vertigo is when you're serious and stupid, like Watchmen and oh, yeah. and 300. But then when you go into when you go into DC, DC itself is a lot more lighthearted, and it it like like to me. A movie like Batman v Superman has to be like super lighthearted in the sense of you know because like you look at a Marvel movie, Marvel to me is a bit more serious than DC is, but still goofy, and that's why their movies work. Yeah, DC DC is supposed to be completely goofy in a way, 
but yeah, they made they haven't like, been going that way much anymore. But that that was their thing for the longest time. Well, because the way I remember, I forget who said it, but like their 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 thought process was: DC makes superheroes, Marvel makes people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and like and like so. Yeah. So Marvel runs into all these like serious situations and things that they can't handle because they're not gods. Yeah. And DC's superheroes are basically gods. They should be able to succeed without all that crap you know yeah there should be there shouldn't be as yeah there shouldn't be as much not drama because there should still be drama Mm -hmm. but i mean like like you look at superman one like he's fighting lex luthor he's not fighting some big strong thing or even superman 2 when he's fight when he is fighting some big super thing like zod was a good fight it tested his limits it did all this stuff and it was and it worked pretty well but he still defeated him in, in that movie without the whole city being destroyed, you yeah. know? <laughs> By throwing his cape at him. And But he does still kill him. Yeah, that's true. You, that's true. That, like, that's, the, that's the one thing I always love that nobody ever remembers is that, um, is that Superman does kill Zod in Superman 2. He throws him, he falls into a pit, and he never comes back up. Yeah, and he had no powers, so he's probably dead. Yeah, there's a deleted scene where they show him being arrested, but it's a deleted scene, so therefore not canonical in the movie. Mm. So he's dead. <laughs> like, like, there's skulls in his eyeballs. He's yeah, dead. exactly. This is, this is this is the whole Gaston. Exist for eyes. Exist whole, for eyes. Yeah, it's the whole Gaston thing all over again. <laughs> Batman hasn't said chum since Adam West. Yeah, that's true. He should say it. Chum. Like, he should say. He should say it accidentally too. Like, like you know, they're on a boat. And like, 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 any like, like Jaws, but with Batman. And he's just like, oh, I keep throwing all this chum, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, even though. <laughs> or just get Adam West. We need, we need sharks. We need sharks for Aquaman. Don't worry, I brought some chum. Get a uh, get get Adam West to play a to play a ship boat captain, like as a cameo for like some movie. That'll play on the nostalgia factor. That's such Hell a weird. I brought all the chum. <laughs> Uh, get him and Burt Ward, both of them on the boat. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, he's like, oh, we can't find it, sir. He's like, well, throw out some more chum. <laughs> like, we're, we're gonna need a bigger bat boat. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't get rid of a bomb when you need. <laughs> All life is precious. <laughs> yeah, what was it when you wouldn't throw it because it was like seagulls or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh. His priorities are weird in this. <laughs> weird but accurate. Uh, this is this is just our thought process. This is what goes into this stuff. Um. Oh. Uh. Speaking of superheroes. Uh. So uh, Supergirl got uh-huh. got picked up by CW. Yeah. So that's a whole thing now. Where the, now they're gonna have a crossover episode. It's gonna have Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. We need a. Well, like we were saying earlier. We need a way to make sure that we show that Supergirl's universe got into the CW-verse. Mm. And one thing I kind of hope they do is they start filming in L.A. Like, the first few scenes are filmed in L.A., so it's got that still clean, pristine look to it. Mm. And then whatever happens, then they start filming in ter- in uh, Vancouver where they film all the other shows. So that way... Do it immediately. No cut. <laughs> yeah. And it does that. <laughs> and, 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 and it gives, well, it gives that weird... Um, it gives that weird kind of because uh, you know if, if you look at the way Supergirl looked mm. versus how one of the CW shows is filmed in Vancouver, like say Supernatural or or even like The Flash, mm. how it's kind of a little bit lower lit. Yeah, like Supergirl's like LA Sun, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well they should do it like like if, if it is because of Flashpoint, just have like the time ripple go through go yeah. through the area and you see that everything get darker. <laughs> do the do the first episode normally, like it'll be like those House of M comics back in the day where oh, it's like, where it's like the this very, is a, very end of the episode, yeah. just bright white light. <laughs> I hated those comics. Where I said this is a House of M tie-in. You're like really, and you read through the book, and then the last two panels. Are just them going, huh? Whoa. And that's the only thing that has to do with, with um, House of M. And you're like, buy it, everybody. <laughs> Better Whoa. buy it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that's why I didn't like Marvel for so long. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have good ones now. It's weird. Well, well, what is it? Bronze Age Marvel was complete crap. Mm. Um, and I think that's when that's when uh, 
I think that's when DC started catching up again because then DC was starting to do the more dirtier, grungier kind of stuff, and that's when we got like characters like Azrael and stuff like that. And I was like, mm. these guys are cool. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, oh. Spider Man. Although I like the costume. It's like, wait a minute, that clone that we thought we got rid of back in the 70s is back, but is he the real one? And you're like, oh, stop it! <laughs> Story's over, leave, leave him dead! As much as I love that Scarlet Spider costume, Dagnabbit, I hated the clone saga for so long. <laughs> Remember when you find you find out that Gwen Stacy slept with Green Goblin? <laughs> yeah, and had his children and... In like France or something. That was a real plotline, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Remember the remember the time when 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 they killed Aunt May and it was a really heartfelt moment, and then Marvel forced them to bring Aunt May back. So they said that oh no, that Aunt May that died was actually an actor that the Green Goblin hired. Forget the fact that it never set off your spider sense that the, there was a fake Aunt May. But that was actually an actress that, that that Norman hired to spy on you, and she actually grew a bond with you. So when she died, she still loved you, but no, this is Aunt May right here. <laughs> Peppermint Fodger remembers. <laughs> that was, in case you can't tell, that, that genuinely pissed me off. <laughs> really? Yeah. It doesn't show. <sighs> So, <laughs> <laughs> remember the time Captain America had man boobs because, like, Rob Layfield was in charge of the drawing? <laughs> remember the time every single Marvel character was looked like they were roided for 50 years? Yeah. Everybody had 50, like, pouches. <laughs> remember the time when, when the Invisible Woman, for some reason, wore a bathing suit with a cutout forward in the center so you could check out her cleavage, even though that goes completely against what Sue Storm is all about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> we're good, man. Yeah, God, this is me. Remember man. Thor's '90s outfit? That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> remember, remember, remember when when Thor had like the name of like Maximum Thunder or something like. That? Oh yeah. And we had X Men like Extreme, who who had the 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 long ponytail and the backwards cap. Wait. So were the were the wings pointing forwards? What the the the, the Iron Man or the the Thor or that extreme? Yeah. No, the extreme. Oh, they're two separate things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Extreme was a mutant who who had basically the that old you know like let's just let's just give them the basics like so the, let's throw in super strength, uh, uh, heightened heightened agility, a little not not super speed, but just like really faster quick. than normal. Yeah, human. yeah, exactly. Let's give him that, that basic mutant cocktail. <clears throat> and then make him look as 90s as possible. We'll, we'll give him blades everywhere. Like, he has knives and stuff. And even his hat has, like, a few blades embedded in it. So that way he can throw that, I guess. And then... <laughs> Who and throws then, a hat? <laughs> and he, and here's, here's the best part. He'll not want to work with the X-Men. <laughs> so extreme. Right? Yeah. So edge. <laughs> I thought I initially thought you had said that Thor was a part of an <laughs> X-Men team called the Extreme X-Men and wore his helmet backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would be so amazing and stupid at the same time. It's like Poochie from The Simpsons made in comic book form. All they got to do is like rostify him by like 30%. It it turns out that all Turns out that even though Thor isn't a mutant, he's take, like his race is technically the the father of all mutants. Like that's where the mutants actually came from, which is all the Asgardians having sex with with humans back in the day. Now we're just mixing Norse mythology and Greek mythology. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, uh, was it Odin? I'm gonna stick my dick in that. The rest of Asgard, don't stick your dick in that. Odin, too late. Not already done. Now replace Odin with Zeus, and you have every piece of Greek mythology ever made. It's already Remember stuck. Remember when he used to turn into a bull? <laughs> My favorite one is in Simpsons, when they're doing the Odyssey. Uh -huh. and, and, uh, what happened to the Zeus I used to know? He'd transform into a goat and pick up chicks. He grew up. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> 
Let's not forget <laughs> Zeus's impregnation via light beam. Zap, you're pregnant. Yeah. Zap. Well, even then, Norse mythology is still weird, like the fact that Loki turned into a horse, gave birth to a six-legged horse, and Odin looked at it and went, you know what? I'm going to ride that. <laughs> Dibs. Yeah, and Loki's like, that's 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 my kid. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Put a saddle on that bitch. <laughs> that's your kid? Are you a horse? Because last time I checked, you're not a horse. That's a horse. I'm riding it. <laughs> and the scary part is Loki was the mom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Loki don't care. Yeah. <laughs> He loved every second of it. <laughs> anyway. So what else is going on? <laughs> I, I can't think. <laughs> That's why there's paper here. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know the Ray Dan writes. Oh, yeah. just says, like, uh, uh, <laughs> they did this? Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't bring a highlight or anything either, so I'm looking through all this big thing of text I got here. Uh, um, speaking of comics again... <laughs> Just keep going with that, I guess. Um, the top five, uh, top five highest grossing films of about 2016 so far. Uh-huh. Three of them were superhero movies. You got uh, Cap, uh, Batman vs Superman, and Deadpool. Mm. And, then, and three of them are Disney movies. <laughs> Cap again, Zootopia, <laughs> and Jungle Book. <laughs> that was interesting. It's it really has become like the new summer movie now. It's like instead of, uh, instead of summer blockbuster, you just got summer a uh, comic movie. Yeah. Man, what is it? I'm, I'm, I'm. Except they're all year round now, so yeah. it's like, <laughs> even better for, yeah. for them. Freaking Disney! I'm surprised the Jungle Book did that well. It it really did. Like um, I heard it was really they, good. They knew what they were doing. I like mean, they, I, I, it's like the only one that's done really, really well. Oh yeah, live cause, action because they 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 they've been cause they've been pumping that for a while too. Like mm. they they did. Uh, well, I think it started with Maleficent. And then, yeah, just kinda, much. and then just kind of went on from there where they Tried yeah. then they did a, a live action Cinderella now they're doing a live action Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson as Belle mm. and then like um, the second know. Alice uh, just came out oh yeah I, I don't know why glass. they made a sequel I'm so mad at that why, like, is, why is there a queen what in Alice in Looking Glass oh I don't know why the Red Queen's still yeah. there the White Queen's still there but she's she survived um, Red Queen. Well, no, because um, the ma- the main villain in this is Time, played by Sasha Baron Cohen. So he can basically mess with the timeline. Okay. So he could bring her back. It's a uh, Flashpoint not- featuring Alice. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that bugs me about about the the movies is that I read the books. I love the books so much, and um, so it's like, and that's why the White Queen exists the way she does. I, that's one of the things I kind of like, but at the same time, I'm like, no, the Through the Looking Glass world and Alice in Wonderland world are two completely different worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is no Mad Hatter in Through the Looking Glass. The whole point of Through the Looking Glass is that Alice is a pawn, and she's trying to walk from one end of the board to the other to become a queen. Yeah, it's a whole chess thing. Yeah. Oh. Like, each each mile is a square on a chessboard. And doesn't the king wow. finally show up and become like a like a badass near the end or something? Like I think so. He's either it's he's either one extreme or the other. He's like a total badass or or a freaking doofus. Like yeah, yeah. Well, because it's supposed to be like chess where you can't you can't do anything. The queen has all the power. Yeah. But it's still he's the one that matters whether or not he he lives or dies. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, but but like the like people read the books. Like, like mm. genuinely read the books. There's a few chapters that are gonna like that are gonna like freak you out. Um, my case in point would probably be the chapter called Pig and Pepper. Uh, that one's the weirdest freaking chapter in, that, in in either book, in my opinion. But um, but yeah, and like it'll explain why characters like Humpty Dumpty exist in the Alice world when you know you know Alice uh, when you know Humpty Dumpty more from Mother Goose. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Saint Elsewhere, <laughs> where it's just they're all connected now. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's all in the mind of an autistic child shaking a snow globe. <laughs> I need to look up that thing again because there's like there's like a whole web that shows you what television series is. Um, oh God, yeah, are good. basically all in that child's mind because anytime they had a guest star who was from another show. Now everybody from that show is now part of the autistic child's memory, and then anytime that has happened in that, and they always then, cross over with everybody in that show. So yeah, exactly. So it becomes like one of those things where it's just like there's a huge map where like where so much of um, of your television memories are now. Nope, that was all thought up by that autistic child. Is that still going? 
It might be. I think it is because there's, there's no connection. Isn't there like a Law and Order connection or something? So isn't like oh, everybody? Sorry, I think everything Law and Order related, and then like Law and Order crossed over with other shows now too. So, so Sesame Street because Law and Order SVU yeah. they had special letters unit. Well, they they had two. They had special letters unit, and then they actually had um, Richard Belzer come do, in as uh, as Detective Munch. I do like the fact that we're breaking Kono. <laughs> no special uh, that. I, I completely agree with Kono's sentiment of breaking just because of the fact that, like, I'm all, of all the Law and Orders, you could have just done regular Law and Order. Yeah, why did you jump that? Why did you do the sex That's crimes so division and, and make it letters? Like, where on the L did he touch you? Like, like it's just, it, it, just, it just boggled my mind that they immediately well, jumped the to L sex is, crimes. Well, the thing about the, L, the capital L is just a body and a penis. So. <laughs> and then, uh... And then seeing a Christopher Maloney and a Mariska Hargitay uh, <laughs> yeah. Muppet. Freaking great. <laughs> um, but yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, uh, the new Phineas Wright game uh-huh. that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It was revealed that there's a DLC for it that's going to be free in the beginning. Yes. And it's called The Turnabout That Goes Beyond Time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Gonna involve time travel, I guess. <laughs> she could be Flashpoint featuring Phoenix, right? <laughs> if Phoenix never got so. his uh, his law degree, and it's just like all of these nice, genuinely sweet people, like in prison. I'll make it better. Make it if uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, never died. Oh, Maya. Game. Yeah, Maya never died. No, no, it's Mia. Mia. Yeah, I get yeah. them mixed up. Mia, you're right. So the episode's name Flashpoint. <laughs> Flashpoint, Flashpoint featuring Kono. <laughs> How many layers can I put in the picture? Just have like Phoenix Wright, but he's wearing a Flash outfit and have Kono's face. And it's all in the mind of an autistic child. He's holding a cell you guys do like a thought bubble like with a little kid like a no just Kono with that little oh yeah we have Kono <laughs> yeah there we go there we go you are the autistic show <laughs> but you, uh, think, you think of great shows there's a part of me that that, that immediately went to uh, <coughs> you are the chosen one you are the autistic child <laughs> like just make it some like That'd <laughs> be the biggest mind fuck at the end of a movie ever, where it's like at the end when the kid realizes that he is the special one, just like you are the autistic child. You're like, what? And you just go back to him playing with Lego blocks, and he's like, Steve, Steve. I'm sorry, but your son is. <laughs> where, where have we gone off the rails in this episode? <laughs> Who's Steve? <laughs> you know, Steve uh, Rogers. You, you, yeah, America. you didn't know Captain oh. America was autistic? God damn it. Now you That's know. That's why you think he's saying Hail Hydra in the latest issue. What? Okay. Even if I did spoil something, that thing has made its run around the internet like so much. Oh, yeah. it's like, if it's, you saw, I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I... I was, I, I love you don't even go on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love how everyone uh, started making their memes of it, though. Where it's like, you know, like, next thing you know, we're going to find out that... Uh, Spider-Man doesn't care about yeah. responsibility. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just Batman. him saying, fuck responsibility. Yeah. Batman's parents are alive. And no, no, he said, I, I shot my parents. Shot my parents. Shot my <laughs> Daredevil, I can see the entire time. <laughs> Deadpool, fuck Jimmy Chunkers. <laughs> This is the most F words we've said in this podcast <laughs> so far. I think this is the first time rated. No, we, we've been rated R before. Yeah, we said it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it takes is twice. Uh, I love how I love how there's a movie called Be Cool. It has a PG-13 rating. And they mentioned that. The fact that you can say the F word once in a movie. And he's like, you know what I have to say about that? Fuck that. And it's like, it's the only time the F word is uttered. Yeah. And... and um, and yeah, the movie has a PG thirteen rating because it's only said once. Yep. My, yeah. my my favorite is always planes, trains, and automobiles. The movie could have had a PG thirteen rating easy, but Simple. because of one scene where uh, Steve Martin is understandably pissed off oh, about yeah. not having his rental car where it was supposed to be, like they said, it's Loses in spot number shit. this, <laughs> and he goes there, and there's no 
car there, and the 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 tram that took him there left. So now he had to walk all the way back to the front of the... Because it was like one of those humongous parking lots yeah. of nothing but cars. And then like he goes all the way back and he's like, I just want Datsun, Nissan. Like he just like goes through the F word like so many times. And then like it's the only time the F word is uttered in the entire movie. <laughs> but it warranted an R. And to me, I'm like, that, that's just perfection in a movie form. They had, just, the, they, had the lead, they needed that scene. Yeah, exactly. Just for the simple fact that I would understandably be that same level of pissed off if that were me in that position. <laughs> I would rattle off so many F-bombs because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he lost the receipt. Yeah, and he, and he <laughs> threw away his, like, renter agreement. So, like, and that's when she says, you're, you're <laughs> fucked. There you go. Okay. <laughs> So speaking of superhero shows on CW, no, uh, <laughs> comic book shows anyway, Riverdale is going to be on that, that channel. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're doing that whole... Uh, I don't know. I like They tried that before, doing a live-action Archie series, and it mm-hmm. didn't work. Do you know why I like it? Why? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Cole Sprouse is going to be playing Jughead. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, that's right all there. it takes? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like yeah. when he found out that the Hulk was voiced by uh, Lou Frigna. No, no, no. Oh. In, in, the, in, the, in the mobile game. Oh, yeah. It's John Cena. It's yeah, the whole, he's like, I'm in. <laughs> the only reason why I'm playing Marvel Avengers Academy on my phone is because the Hulk is voiced by John Cena. I still haven't unlocked the Hulk, mind you. I'm playing the crap out of this game trying to unlock him. Um, but, yeah, it's freaking John Cena. And, like, right now I still see the Hulk. There's this time fog, I guess, the way that the game explains clearing out areas. Oh, okay. And you just see, like, the Hulk in this one area, like... Like just like roaring, but like in slow motion, and it's like you're like, is there an explosion behind him and a little robot on the skateboard? He <laughs> <laughs> does look pretty cool. <laughs> Fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but on top of on top of that, so so it's Cole Sprouse from you know Sweet Li- Sweet Life of, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody uh, as Jughead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Perry is playing Archie's father. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats are characters on the show. Well, yeah, that's an Archie comic. Yeah. Uh, hmm. It's being produced by the same guy that makes Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends Tomorrow. So I'm, I just keep thinking, just got to add them into the multiverse. <laughs> I know it's a different comic book, comic gonna, book uh, publisher, but just have a crossover episode. There's going to be an episode where they <laughs> enter an alternate dimension, um, uh, Riverdale, and then they're going to have Dylan Sprouse's. Jeez. <laughs> Just, just that slight difference. One thing I love is the fact that... Did you know that Cole and Dylan Sprouse have been acting since they were babies? Oh, the... Um, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. No, yeah. even, be- even before then. Really? God damn. They are Ross's son. Huh. From Friends. Oh. oh, yeah. I can see that. Little yeah. Ben was Cole and Dylan Sprouse. Holy shit. Nice. I don't know what to talk about. Well, in, in, the, I haven't seen Ross. in the in the television show Friends, what Ross's... What do you need to know? He had a kid <laughs> in the show. Yeah, yeah Ross's <laughs> lesbian wife gave birth to a baby boy named Ben. And okay, then... now you do need to know things. Why would you bring up the lesbian wife having his kid? It takes explanation. What? He got married. She she realized she was lesbian. She dumped him. But, of course, she was already pregnant by the time she dumped him. Or as Ross said... Uh, she realized she's a lesbian, and I'm not one. <laughs> he made someone lesbian. Yeah. yeah. And now you're caught. Yeah. He's yeah. the Mako of friends. I, I just think of Alvarez 7. So he's, he, he's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the life 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 life. of the planet. <laughs> I was referencing Avatar, too. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, Bud Bundy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I can Pretty think much. of like two more Makos that I can keep going with, but I'm just going to stop. <laughs> the legendary voice actor who played Aku in Samurai Jack. <laughs> the fourth street shark that was, a four, that was a football player that got turned into a Mako shark. Wasn't it a whale? Been, he would have been the fifth. There were already four. No, no, yeah. He, he, was, he was one of the four main brothers. <clears throat> he was a football player. No, no, that's Big Slamu. He was a whale shark. Oh. Uh, there was uh, there was Ripster who was the Great White, Blades who was a Tiger Shark, Jab who was a Hammerhead, 
and uh, Big Slamu, who was the who was a whale shark. That's why that's why Slamu also has the smallest teeth. Like everybody else oh. is the big ass. Like but like if you look at a. Uh, but if you look at Slamu, he's got a big ass mouth, but he's got like little tiny. Little tiny baby size. Since, since whales are, are uh, since whale sharks are plankton eaters. Hmm. Um, yeah. Did you hear about? I was reading this article. <laughs> okay. So I'm taking. You gotta get this guy. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay. There was this guy who was on like a Wikipedia kind of TV thing. I think it was like TVTome.com, which later became TV.com. Um, now, if you wanted to be a, a Wikipedia, uh, an editor for this website, certain shows required you to uh, to, to show your knowledge. So, of course, like you know, if you if you were doing, say, Friends, you would need to have you would need to prove how much Friends knowledge you have. Um, however, this guy decided to do the wiki for the Street Sharks show. <laughs> Nobody questioned him. Because who cares about street sharks? Oh god. Oh god. He proceeded to write fictional episodes of street sharks <laughs> for the, the episode listing. So many people believe it to be true. Like like because because then when it became TV.com, they just transferred everything over. Oh, nothing yeah. was nothing was fact-checked or anything like that. They're just like, okay, <laughs> let's bring this over to whatever and we'll we'll do whatever. One oh. of the things he invented, and, and to this day, some people still try to find it. Oh, not God. not not his articles, but the episode that he says because he's like, Oh, well, this episode has to exist. It's on TV.com. They wrote it and blah blah blah. Um, the article is that there is a female street shark oh, named damn. Roxy. Everyone is looking for that episode. He's like, <laughs> what? Like everyone's just like, what? What the hell? Okay, like, like, like. Here's a description of street sh- of Shark to the Future, one of the forty real episodes of Street Sharks. Shark to the Future. The Street Sharks are sent to a future where Doctor Piranoid controls everything. They meet up with Ben's great-great-grandson Bensini and join the rebel forces. Now, this is one of his episodes. Um, uh, episode to Season 2, Episode 8, Makeover. Strong yet sensitive Big Slamu was always the most angered by his transformation, but when he accidentally frightens a little girl into a coma, he runs off to find a cure. His frantic journey... <laughs> Find a cure for a coma. No, I think you find a cure for being a shark. Uh, no, 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 find a cure for coma. You gotta, you gotta put her in suspended animation. You can find a cure for coma. Isn't a coma suspended animation already? You still gotta put her in. His frantic journey eventually leads him to Dr. Paradigm. He is brainwashed and sent to destroy the sharks. Can our heroes defeat their friend and hope to reverse the, fe- the effects before it's too late? Um, here, what's another one? Oh, yeah, here it is. Season 1, Episode 6, The Hot Chick. Streaks's sister, Roxy, has been wondering where her brother has been lately. Soon, she stumbles upon the shark cave and learns her missing brother is the leader of a band of mutant sharks. Just when Slobster stops in and Roxy is severely injured, they'll have to give her the shark treatment to save her. <laughs> The shark treatment. Is it just like that thing where they where she, where she needs blood and they just give her, her their blood and she that's, becomes a She-Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> it works for Roxy. Let see here. Um, if you're paranoid and trying to spot a fake, pretty much any episode with a specific 1994 air date and episode description is a fraud. If a shady website claims it has streaming videos of feeling lobstery or, <laughs> or going clamando... And a lot still do, since I still found these descriptions. It's lying to you, even more than usual. The only place that's still entirely accurate is Wikipedia, hilariously enough. So, so yeah, this guy was pointing out, like, how, like, if you ever, wa- and if you ever watch, um, like, you know, like, like, movies like, like The Matrix, how they point out that they, or, or, like, V for Vendetta, where they abuse the media and make it so that way people believe that this is what actually happened yeah he's like oh i actually did it people believe people are wondering where the roxy episode is people believe that they watched the roxy episode and are waiting to and are trying to find it and 
And it's great. (laughs) I did that. Especially since, like, you know, certain characters are like, wait, who are you talking about? Like, he keeps mentioning Dr. Paradigm. There is no Dr. Paradigm in the series. It's Dr. Paranoid. Or then he talks about Slobster. Like, there is a lobster villain, but I'm pretty sure that's not his name. And everyone knows the best villain of that show is Killamari. Just by name alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like it was just like I'm like this. Gold. This is gold. This is this is perfection in the idea of that. Like people believe it. People, and it's just because I was dicking around in 1994, trying to like just show off, and it became a phenomenon. A, a, yeah, it became a phenomenon just just because one little tiny site like decided to ru- to not fact check what I was typing in. Uh, Have you guys seen the rock opera episodes of Biker Mice from Mars? No. Is this real? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, need, I need to now. <laughs> I'm getting. I was getting scared for a second because, like, it was like I was like thinking to myself, "Well, is, is, is he trying to do this to us?" Like that. Uh, like what was it? Um, like one of the. You know, one, Luke Perry did a voice on that. <laughs> God. I love like it reminds me of uh, what was it? Um, there's this comedian Kyle Clark, great guy. Um, he hosts Stonecutters. He also hosts his own podcast called This Is Rad. Um, he was talking about how one thing he likes to do is give fake facts at parties <laughs> to where A, it sounds believable, and B, you'll forget to look it up when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> so then you'll just remember it, but- and, the, and then like, and then like, you'll be. Th- Everyone will think you're the stupid one for like bringing it up. Like he's like one of the ones I love to do is say that uh, you know after Millie Vanilli had broken up and after his brother had killed himself, the the lone living member of Millie Vanilli went on to uh, become a writer for David Letterman. And during the, in the late nineties, it's like some of the best episodes he's ever made. It's, it's, it's so obscure. It's yeah, like, it's so obscure. It's the kind of thing that you'll remember because it has a bunch of little bullet points, but then it's like... And it's slightly plausible because it's like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't work in music anymore. <laughs> but it's like... That's when you do soundtracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like it makes so much sense, but at the same time, it's <gasps> stupid. Um, Too stupid yeah. to make up my own mind. <laughs> Oh uh, man, there there were so many uh, pilots and stuff that, like, well, not pilots, but I guess like trailers and things that got leaked for, or not leaked, but they came out. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, a bunch of these uh, new shows that are coming out all got little trailers. Uh-huh. You, you see any of those? No. Well, which one? Like, we were, like yeah. all those well, scenes. Well, like, uh, well, I saw that. I saw that. that well, they had a like playlist. Fox, yeah, like, all the, playlist. all the shows that Fox is coming out with. Some of them look cool. Like, Lucifer. I want to see the. What? Lucifer. Well, well, this is for uh, new, for new, new shows. shows. New shows. Uh, I don't already have like, like not even like like a season two here, teaser or anything. Like that. Like here, I'll just give the list. Uh, it was it was Prison Break, uh, Pitch, Son of Zorn, <laughs> Making History, Shots Fired, uh, The Exorcist, Rocky Horror Picture Show, hmm. uh, Lethal Weapon, APB, and that was it. Well. The Rocky Horror Picture Show isn't going to be a series. It's just like, oh. like you know how they did Grease Live and yeah. all that stuff? Uh, it's yeah. it's going to be the Rocky Horror Picture Show, one of those okay. live musicals that, that Fox and um, and NBC do from time to time. NBC do for when you just <laughs> can't go through the water fast enough. Uh, <laughs> I really hope Shots Fired is a show just about throwing insults. Oh, which one was that one? Shots Fired? Uh, Shots Fired, I think... Uh, <laughs> Well, there was the Yo Mama jokes one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, but like, I'm it, trying to remember. It was like one of those shows that tries to like drum up like, like the contra- like, like, like the controversy of today. Wasn't yeah. it like a cop uh, shoots somebody? Oh then- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a re- oh god. Uh, it, it, it's kind of very. It, it's it, like the slap. It's one of those. It insists upon itself. It's about a white guy gets killed by a black cop, and now like internal affairs is investigating it, and then like all the people in the area are like, oh what? So now we're investigating the white kid getting shot, but none of the black kids that are getting shot, and it's mm. like, and it's like you know, it, it it it's one of those really preachy shows. I'm I'm not into it. Making making history looks really good. Um, it's about a guy who invents a time travel machine out of a duffel bag, and uh, he goes back to 1775 America where he falls in love with uh, Paul Revere's daughter, and uh, a lot of stuff that that he did in the past ended up kind of like screwing with the future because like because of what he was doing, Paul Revere never went on his ride, and 
Didn't he not even succeed? Wasn't it somebody else that did it? Well, yeah. Well, but he he's the one that got the call to arms. So it was him and three other guys. Uh, Paul Revere gets the fir- is the first one stopped. I think Prescott's the only one that went the whole way. And then I love the fact that he's like, what's this by my feet? It's like, ham. Ham is like gold to them in this time period. Yeah, like, and like, single- whenever he gets into problems, he just pulls out the big thing of ham and they're like... We're good. It's <laughs> like, walk, just like take a big ass bite out of the ham and like walk away. Prison Prison Break looks okay. Pitch looks interesting. I really want to see that one. What's it's Pitch a, about? It's about a, a a woman who becomes the first woman to become a major league baseball pitcher. Huh. She plays for the San Diego Padres as their new closer, and she develops. She her and her father develop like a screwball because her father even tells her, "He's like, look, you're a woman. You're never gonna throw 97, 101 mile an hour fastballs like today's pitchers do." But what you could do is you can mess with them. Like, you know, throw a good curveball, throw a good changeup. And, like, her, their, their pitch is the screwball, and it just screws with everybody. And the whole point of the show is, like, basically her dealing with being the first woman pitcher. And it's like, a, and like to me, it seems like this would be a good movie. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure how it'll be as a television a series. series. Yeah. But I still like it. It still you looks interesting. You could do a mini-series. I don't see a whole series. Yeah, it, it still looks interesting to me. I still want to check that out. And how does that work seasons. with... How does that work with softball? Did she just never play softball? Because isn't the well, but the underhand pitch in that? But the thing is, you can't make money. Yeah, like 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 you know, like the big money is in playing major league baseball. I know. I'm just trying to figure out how how she got to the majors. I'm I'm wondering where what her transition was because she obviously didn't play softball because she didn't do the underhand pitch and the different size ball and all that. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering. I feel like, I, I feel like that's the dad. barrier to to a go to a go going to pros. Sometimes you have an open. Sometimes teams have like open. Uh, oh, so you think she just tryouts. that? She might have. She might have done that. Hmm. Well, well, you'll have to watch the series to find yeah. out. Um, what like that movie where Whoopi Goldberg coached that one basketball team? Yeah, because she Space won Jam. like a free throw. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why. Yeah, it was, it was one of those. It was one of those. If you can, I said space jam. If you can make this sh- this shot from half court, you'll be the new coach of the team, and like, she makes it. And- yeah, it's like it's like a beat the pro competition where like if you can uh, strike this guy out, yeah, you, you, you can come to a uh, to try out. Try out, yeah. Yeah, and then different things were like that too. And like lethal weapon looks cool because you got Damon Wayans as yeah, that, uh, Murtaugh. That at least okay. like. I don't like the trend of making these movies that don't really have like a like a plot you can you can base a whole series on into into a series. But this one looks fun. Yeah, he just looks like a lot of stupid stuff happening to him, and he just causes all this you know um, destruction. Yeah, it looks yeah it looks like a show that's focusing more on Murtaugh. Okay. Like like it's really focusing more on him and his family and his stuff like that. But at the same time, he's and then the cool thing I like too is that we still have Riggs being um, the suicidal character that he was in Lethal Weapon One. Because if you ever watched. Any of the other ones, any of the other movies after one? Yeah, there's not he, much. Yeah, stuff. like his his character just, just <laughs> his char- his character is just fixed. It's like, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. Like you know, I don't. I, I'm I, okay. I, yeah, it's like snip. Like never goes to see a doctor. What? Her- <laughs> just fixed. Don't, don't, no, no. God damn it. Um, he didn't get a haircut at Kono. It's not what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I always love this an episode of Rocco's Modern Life where they had a vacuum cleaner, and uh, he finds a, he finds a switch that will groom Spunky. So he, like he turns it on and like it cleans him, and he looks down and there's another one where it says dog and then minus and then two baseballs. He's like, I'll try the neutering feature later. Jeez. <laughs> uh, then there's the berry one, the berry. Oh yeah, Son of Zorn looks freaking hilarious. By the way, Son of Zorn is made by the guys that made Last People on Earth. Who? Um. Ooh. Yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 a live action series about uh, a guy who's basically trying to uh, make right by his family. Like his, he's divorced mm. and he's trying to like raise his son the best he can uh, and all sorts of stuff. Best part about it is the main character. While the rest of the series is live action, main character is animated, and Z- he is Zorn. And Zorn is voiced by uh, Jason Sudeikis, and mm. uh, he is uh, basically He Man. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and he, he comes back from Eternia to move into the suburbs so he can be closer to his son and raise him the way he, he would round and raise his son. He, give, he gives his son a giant eagle so he can have his first eagle because he's old enough now. <laughs> yeah. And then when they tell him, no, he cannot have that, he's like, oh, oh, fine, just stabs his sword through the bird's neck. And like as it's dying, they're like, oh, my God, why did you do that? He's like, 
what? It's quick. It's painless. It, it, he's fine. And then the bird starts like jumping up and around. <laughs> it's like it's still alive after being stabbed in the neck and all this blood squirting out. And then the next scene, you see like three trash cans just full of the bird because he had to like. He's like, how are we gonna get rid of this? He's like, don't worry, I got a handle on it. These three trash cans just filled with them. And you still see the bird. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> food, food whore, get, take my order. I would prefer the term waitress. <laughs> I think I think one of the weirdest things is because these are all the Fox shows. These are the ones that I actually watched because yeah. they had a nice playlist set up. So I was like, why not? Yeah. The, they wrote a lot of shows for this season on different channels. Uh-huh. And a lot of them kind of overlap. It's weird. Like, like that's not the only show with one animated character. There's another one where Sco has like an imaginary friend, I guess, that everybody can see or something. And mm-hmm. it's an animated character that's just there. And I don't know. It's just weird. There's a, there's a show with a talking dog, apparently. That's, <laughs> gotta bring Wishbone? that back. A Wishbone? talking dog. Wishbone? Wishbone didn't talk. He, he talked th- to us. He thought. Yeah, it's true. That's that's the difference. That's 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 like the Garfield where he just, he doesn't actually speak in the, in the comic. <laughs> yeah, Son of Zorn reminds me. There's this uh, Australian miniseries called The Wizards of Oz. Mm. Oz spelled in the Aussie. Oh, I spoke about this on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the guys that I follow on YouTube actually made that. Like, I was wondering, like, nice. you know, they just appeared for like a year. I wonder, something in videos. What happened? And they just revealed that. Yeah, the, a wizard is from a, another dimension where it's like Tolkien and whatnot. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm tired of fighting for the forces of light and good and blah, blah, blah. I want to live a normal life. So he hops dimensions into ours and then just wants to live a normal life. And like, he's like. Uh, in Australia, it's a wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it, it just becomes a whole thing. Nice. And then, Australia. Uh, and then other people, uh, other beings and whatnot are like, you know what? He has yeah. a good point. He has a good point. <laughs> so then they jump over. And now he's the it head beca- of like becomes like a like a whole uh, a whole it, illegal they, immigrant they kind took of our stuff. jobs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, there's a bunch of good stuff like that. Like the, uh, because the I preacher know- AMC series oh. started to it's actually free on YouTube the first episode if you want to look it up. But it's, it's weird because you have to pay a, you have to pay zero cents. So you have to like go through your, the process of yeah. paying for something. I've, I've, yeah, I've done that before. Um, what is it? Uh, yeah, Preacher looks freaking amazing. I love. I actually love the way the Preacher looks. Like, just his look in that show looks freaking... He look, like, that, that. his hair just it looks freaking cool. And then he's got those little, like, the silver things on his co- on his collar. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, he's got that cowboy kind of shirt. Um, but yeah, that, that one's good. Freaking... Yeah, and then I know, like, next season, ABC is just going to be doing, like, so much freaking... Like I'm wondering what how many shows ABC is going to release next season and how many of those are going to die like super quick. All but two. I'm calling it now. <laughs> I'm going to go with two and a half. One gets canceled and the fans call it back and then comes back. Oh, what was on, it? On, on the same channel or a different channel? Different channel. Okay. Like like Scrubs when it when it had its it had its last good season on on ABC even though it was on like NBC for like so many years. Yeah. Because the only reason I say the last good season is because they did another season after that, which I call Scrubs the New Class. The actual season is called Scrubs uh, Medical School. And yeah, it's didn't about they a, have David Franco or something? I might have. But the like they, they still had they still had uh, Dr. Cox. They still had... Uh, um, what's that guy's name? Turk. The general? Turk. Turk. Yeah, they go Turk. Turk and JD. Yeah. But like, but, like, uh, but like it was mostly about a bunch of new kids going to school. I'm like, no. You had an episode called My Finale. End the se- and then the thing is, in, in the new class seasons, uh, it's now called Our Blank. Because every episode of Scrubs is called My Something. Uh, because it's, it's, it's always about JD. Yeah. Sharona. Yeah, but then, but then like, it became Our Something because it was like a group of like five students. And their trials and tribulations in med school. Which was accurate. Yeah. I haven't thought of something that's not comic related. Pickleball. Go on. <laughs> Has anybody heard of this? Go, go on. Is is it like I'm shaking my head no at you? <laughs> is it like like the baseball game of pickle? Okay, no, it's it's like it's like if tennis and I don't a know pickle, like tennis and ping pong had a baby. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's apparently a thing because they had the first the, the first ever um, U.S. Open for it, mm-hmm. and it was on regular TV. I think it was like like ABC, mm-hmm. and that's my transition by the way. ABC to ABC. <laughs> um, 
There's apparently 2 billion players worldwide, with about 800 million of them being in the US. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, <laughs> and, and the way it works is it's, it's got like a perforated ball so that it moves slower than a, than a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's paid in it's paid in doubles, and you just use like a like a paddle. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like, like I said it's like a, a, somewhere in between tennis and I don't know some other game. <laughs> and and uh, part of the cool thing about it is that because the ball moves slower, it's more of like a tactical thing than like a uh, you need to run really fast thing. Yeah, because it's doubles too. You're playing on the uh, on an existing court. Also, you're playing on a, on a doubles uh, badminton court. Hmm. So, so you can just use that. Oh, so it's a thinner court too. Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's uh, less about having to run to the ball as it is actually hitting the ball and trying to hit it to the spot where somebody can't get to it. Yeah. And um, part of the cool thing about it is that uh, people in their fifties is it's really popular with them because you don't have to run as much. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you can, so uh, the people in the major were there were some <coughs> some older players and there were some younger players. You know, and you can do both. Mm-hmm. And also in the women's. Um, the women's team actually had a, a pregnant woman, <laughs> and she she won, and she was like full pregnant, like eight months, like she was ready to pop. The doctor gave the okay, <laughs> and she won, all like that. So well, she can she can she can bounce the ball off her belly. <laughs> it's, that's, it's, that's a strategy. It's a secret triple. <laughs> uh, and it's just interesting. Yeah, almost oh, uh, three times slower than his ball. So there you go. Um, one of the one of the interesting things is that the. The paddle, there's no there's no hard and fast rule for the the shape of it, mm-hmm. just the the maximum of dimensions. But it can be width or like length, like it's not. So you can have like a super long skinny one if you want, or you can have like a really fat one that doesn't go anywhere. But most people usually do a, you know a mix of the two. Is there like a for materials? Uh yeah, I think there's like a there's like a because there's a bunch of ads for that that company that makes them oh, okay so like you know making all the best paddles and come here if you've never heard of this sport <laughs> no but i mean like uh can are they all like made out of like wood or plastic or can there be like One. this one's made out of tungsten i think everything is made out of some sort of special material because like the ball is made oh, okay. out of some, some sort of special material it's all like some sort of <clears throat> you know fancy thing where it's like uh, uh new some new kind of plastic that's like done this certain way or whatever you know the, the paddle and the ball. It's a, it's a bottle that's melted in a special way. The, the, the scary, the, the scariest thing in the world would be if you reached out for something and it wasn't there. <laughs> because it turned to wood. The scariest part is if they give um, Sinbad. Sinbad another show. <laughs> Thank, <God>. you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, First time I thought you were going to say, because it wasn't there. Because it was imagined by an autistic chap. <laughs> Man, I spent I spent so long watching that, and I was trying to figure out, <coughs> trying to figure out why is it called pickleball. I kept trying to figure that out. I'm like, because the ball is green. Like, like I think it's green. I don't know. And I, I found out like they just said it on the air at some point that the reason why it's called pickleball is the man who invented it was eating a pickle. <laughs> no, their dog's name was Pickle. And as they would play, he would just run into the middle of the field, grab the ball, take it, and hide in a bush. <laughs> so they just, they just named it after him. Hide in a bush. You're acting like this isn't a scientific explanation. <laughs> so, now, so now it's pickleball. Pickles. Uh, pickles. Uh, should, I think should I go into comics? Yeah, let's go into comics. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because we're almost yeah. we're almost done with this. Okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> Captain America. No, no. Let's, I don't even want to talk about that one. <laughs> he, he said, "Hail Hydra!" and pushed somebody out of a plane. That's all you need he, to know. Did he kill someone? That's it. Well, he pushed him out of a plane. You don't <laughs> see him die. It's one of those. It's one of those. We didn't see a body, therefore it's you can't dead. say he's dead. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were super pissed off about that too. Though it's just, <sighs> it's dumb. Keep good next one. I'm pretty sure it's gonna it's gonna turn out that it's just like, like he's not even really working for them. He's just trying to infiltrate them and stuff. And uh, the guy's not dead. <laughs> like I don't know. But to me, even then, it seems kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like just because it's, it. it's like, Him just because, it. like I was with you guys the whole time, and it's like. You killed a bunch of our men. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, what kind of undercover work is that? <laughs> you destroyed our Why factory. did you wait so long? Yeah, you got exactly. frozen in ice. <laughs> it's been 70 years, for God's sakes. You crippled Coulson. <laughs> uh, and, 
Let's talk about the big thing. Uh, DC Comics Rebirth uh, yeah. started. Mm. Can I just... Yeah. Can I just do spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Watchmen has oh, yeah. been revealed oh, to be yeah. in DC. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the big the big surprise. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan is the autistic child. <laughs> he kind of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Because they keep they keep saying um, he is okay. But, um, the other spoiler, just kind of a nice trick. Uh, if you look at the the posters and stuff for it, they show all the big important things, mm. and you see like the new the new Wally, right? The new Kid Flash. Yeah. But the original Wally is in is in Rebirth, mm. and he's oh, yeah. he's he's basically pull, he's basically falling into the the Speed Force, and he gets pulled out. Oh. So he's 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 alive. He's part of the comics now. He's actually going to be in uh in I think Titans. Uh-huh. So that's the whole thing, um, but yeah, it, it's him running around. It's a lot of it's it's uh, sixty-seven pages, mm. just the first issue, and a lot of it is is explaining what's going to happen with the new uh, status quo, you know. But it also kind of does a lot of uh, interesting stuff too. You get to see that there's there's three jokers. That that was the reveal from the chair, where um, Batman asked him who the Joker was, mm-hmm. and he goes, "No, that can't be right. That's, that's not possible." And you don't even find out what, what he heard. It was that uh, the chair basically asked him which Joker, yeah. and he was just oh, like, shit. like what? Like, <laughs> and there's three, and and there's all three are still active. It's not like there's one and he died. Like he like in the he actually tracks down that the, there's two Jokers currently like doing things at the same time. Yeah. One, one's being brought into Arkham, and the other one just robbed a bank in a completely different city. So yeah, that's gonna be a whole thing. It make it makes sense in the idea that like like because people always mention about how the Joker himself is kind of like, oh well, um, this one's a homicidal maniac that's just like doing stuff just for the thrill of killing people, and then you got more of the campy Joker who's going around robbing banks, making money, and all this other stuff, mm. and then you got the one like you know it just it just makes it just, yeah, it just makes, makes sense. sense. So instead of being the same Joker, it's different Jokers. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, so Wally's running around like that, and he says, "He says uh, uh, something came. In, that's the reveal with with Rebirth is that it wasn't Flashpoint's fault hmm. that New Fifty Two came into existence. Like everyone just assumed, like, oh, well, he changed it back, but it didn't quite go back to normal the right way. But no, what it actually is is that uh, someone from outside of the DC multiverse uh, screwed with the timeline uh, when he had an opening because it was it was still messed up from Flashpoint. It was like yeah. right in the middle." And he took 10 years. That's why everything is 10 years uh, younger yeah. in New 52. Hmm. And on, on top of that, he basically took everybody's uh, relationships. That was the, the implied thing, was hmm. that he didn't just take I time, thought, but he kind of interfered with everybody getting together the way that they normally did. I thought it was hope. Well, that's what they say. They say uh, hope. They say that there's going to be a, lo- uh, a war between hope and despair, uh, uh, love and apathy. And that's when they show like the Watchmen thing too. Like, hmm. you kind of wonder if they're gonna like fight the Watchmen universe or what's going on because they're they're more of an apathetic kind of dark hmm. universe. But yeah, but that, that, that was the 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 uh, the kind of Reveal. thing that they bring up is like like uh, um, a Green Arrow and Black Canary aren't together. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Clark isn't with Lois. Yeah, like, like all, all these important uh, relationships. Uh, Barry never met his his girl, and that's why he couldn't get back from the Speed Force. You, you find that out. That like he's happened to him a couple times, and he always comes to her and finds her, and get, that's what she's like his oh, rock. You mean Wally? Yeah, Wally. Thank you. Yeah, Wally. She, she's like his lightning rod. Like he's, yeah, he's come Linda. back. Yeah, uh, she, she like, like 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 she doesn't know him in New Fifty Two. That's why he couldn't come back. Like all this time, like all these different things like that. It was like all the relationships that he interfered with. And in the picture, you see like basically a big hand. It looks like it's reaching into the universe, and it looks blue to me. So I'm thinking it is supposed to be Doctor Manhattan. Mm. And uh, and at the end, you you see a clock on Mars basically reform. So you know you know he's gonna be a part of it. Mm. Um. Yeah, that, it was a really interesting comic. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff in it. Yeah, go go pick it up. Mm. Like, like seriously, really? sixty-seven how, pages. How can they fight Doctor Manhattan though when he can just like I've I've split the atom inside your brain? Yeah. Right. How does anybody fight that guy? Like, uh, Because <laughs> he went back 10 years. <laughs> well, like, the only weakness of, of that character is that he can't uh, stray outside of his own timeline. He has to, like, mm. even though you see the future, he can't stop it. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Like, it's pretty much his thing. <laughs> um, God, what else? Electra's had a tough couple of weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, she got turned into a cop in... 
in a in a Pleasant Hill, uh-huh. and then fell in love with an ice cream shop owner who ended up being the absorbing man. Oh, and they ended up like fighting, and then then she had her her mind manipulated into thinking she had a daughter that she lost, and she was trying to find her and like get her back, like somebody had taken her. But she never had a daughter. It was just basically like somebody was screwing with her in order to screw with Daredevil, I guess. Yeah, she's she's just getting like. Like, she's one step away from, like, that Green Lantern thing where they just stuff her in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just being used Aww. for everybody else's stuff. Uh, what else? Um, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Mm. We finally find out what her, her inhuman thing is. Because mm. she, she, she got, expu- yeah, she got she exposed got ex- to, uh, to the mist. And now her thing is that she can switch minds with, with uh, Devil Dinosaur. So she can be her mind inside Devil Dinosaur's body. But at the same time, he's inside of hers, just running around, like roaring and like, <laughs> <being> a, <laughs> like holding, holding her arms all like. Yeah. No, that'd be great because you can go like. <laughs> <laughs> just fully the arms out. Beyond, Ooh. and just like, oh, I can reach that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's kind of interesting. Um, Sweetie, time for time for breakfast. She goes down the cereal, just, <laughs> just buries her face in the cereal bowl. Well, there's no meat, so it's like the um, uh, different uh, different universes in this. Uh, what do I call this? The Spider Verse, <laughs> like the whole thing with Spider-Man, and where, where, where they're on the web of realities. Yeah, they're they're kind of bleeding into each other now because of the events of a Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like the web's a little messed up, I guess. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know. We don't know what's going on exactly yet, but um, <laughs> the the bad guys from uh. The uh, uh, Spider Ham's universe is breeding into like a really realistic universe, but they're like they can't bite them because they're cartoon physics. It's like making it super hard. Oh god! And the one that they, but it's but it's not it's not just his universe. It's the the twenty ninety nine version of his <laughs> universe. So so now it's like a twenty ninety nine Spider Ham, <laughs> and the thing that they're fighting are a bunch of bunch of robots. And then you find out that the one that's controlling them is Doctor Doom. Doctor, Nick Duck. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Twenty ninety nine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I think on. I think on that note, Ooh, we're, we'll done. Stop it. <laughs> we're, we're done. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Always know. We record here at Undercity Comics. Uh, Marvel DC Independent, you've got money, come and spend it here at Undercity off of uh, Greenleaf in Philadelphia and Uptown Whittier. Um, always know you can hit us up on our own Twitter account, at Procrast Podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on email as well at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Uh, for the Procrastination, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Oh, no. Telling you, uh, get, have fun. Go take care of yourselves. Love you. I'm going to go walk in traffic.